0: A brand new week of Trail Talk SA and a pretty interesting one at that. It is uh, the Kalahari Ochrabies Extreme Marathon taking place uh, this coming week. It gets underway on Saturday, and I caught up with a guest who we've had on the show before, the 2013 Atacama Crossing winner, Daniel Rowland, uh, who's in South Africa. He's currently living in Santiago in Chile. Uh, and he's in South Africa to run the race that starts on Saturday. I had a pretty cool chat to Daniel about sort of how his prep's gone and uh, as well as what he's hoping to expect and, and who the main contenders, in his opinion, are going to be. Also very interesting to hear uh, what Daniel has uh, packed in his backpack and how light that backpack is as well. Uh, it's amazing when these self-supported runs, what you have to carry and what you sort of need to leave behind just to help out uh, on the weight side of things too. And then our second interview today is with a guy by the name of Jacques von Willich. And uh, yeah, fascinated by what Jacques is doing. I think everybody deep down has got this uh, real sort of longing for adventure. And I think what what Jacques is doing is is pretty cool. Uh, he's attempting to run uh, the nine highest peaks in each of the nine provinces here in South Africa. He's calling it the Nine Peaks Challenge. All the details are in the interview as well uh, as we speak. And as I record this, he is running... Uh, we spoke to him in Limpopo, It was the first of the nine. I'll give you all the details as well as how you can uh, track him and follow his journey and also maybe be a part of it. He's inviting you to go along uh, and run with him as part of this Nine Peaks Challenge. So often people uh, want to go and run some amazing races overseas and yes, there are great races overseas but we've got some cool places to run here in South Africa as well. So that's what's happening on this week's show. As always, if you'd like to be in touch, I really do love hearing from you. You can tweet us at Trail Talk SA. You can also pop us a message on Facebook. Just search for us, Trail Talk SA, or pop me uh, an email. The email address you can use is podcast at trailtalksa.co.za. My name is Brad Brown. I'm your host, and let's get straight into this week's show. There's a big race coming up this weekend. Uh, it's one of the, the institutions on the South African trail running calendar. Uh, it's one that's definitely on my bucket list. I uh, had a couple of mates do it a few years ago, and, uh, yeah, it's just always sat there and, and looked at me every year, and I'm going, I have to do that race. But uh, one of the guys who's come out for it, who we chatted to on Trail Talk SA just uh, a few weeks ago, uh, is Daniel Rowland, who's uh, out from South America. is living in Santiago in Chile. Uh, born and bred Zimbabwe, went to varsity in Cape Town, uh, but is back in SA. Daniel, welcome uh, back onto South African soil. It's good to have you in the country, mate.
1: Yeah, thanks very much, Brad. It's, it's wonderful to be back and in a familiar environment. I'm really looking forward to doing a, a South African race, one of the icons here.
0: Yeah, Daniel, for, for folks who haven't listened to, to our interview that we did uh, uh, probably about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, uh, in a nutshell, who is Daniel Rowland? Yep.
1: Uh, I'm a trail runner, Brett, and uh, just for the last year I've been running as a full-time uh, profession. I did my first big race in March this year, which was the Asacama Crossing in the desert in Chile, uh, which I managed to win. And uh, this race, starting this weekend, will be my next focus race for the year, um, another multi-stage desert race that I'm hoping to do well
0: in. Sounds sounds awesome. I mean, you mentioned you won the, the Atacama Crossing. You've done a couple of other long ones, hundred milers, and that sort of thing. So you, you're not a newbie to trail running, but you it's your first year as a pro, and and you've come out for for the Acrobies uh, Extreme Desert Marathon, six days, two hundred and fifty odd k's. Uh, it gets underway this Saturday, which is uh, if my maths is right, the nineteenth of October. Is that right? Yep, that's
1: correct. We start on the nineteenth of October. And it's uh, six stages, and it's going to be seven days. So we should be finished the following Friday, which I think is the 24th of October.
0: Daniel, when when we chatted last, you were training really hard. You were in one of your sort of big blocks. Uh, how, how's the preparation gone for this?
1: Oh, the preparation's been great. Um, I did three blocks of training where I try and simulate the race conditions. And all of those blocks went really well. The last one I did up in the Atacama Desert again, just to try and get used to the heat and, and running in the sand. And I had one of my best training blocks up there, so I, I think that I'm in good shape, and I'm hoping to have a good race, and, and that race will reflect the the work that I put in.
0: Awesome. You, you're not doing it on your own as well. It, it's actually a bit of like a family get together, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. My dad has come up from Zimbabwe to run, and my brother will also be in the race. He lives in Joburg, uh, so the three of us will be together in the camp in the evenings and. And enjoying our freeze-dried <laughs> meal together, <laughs> trying to have a bit of a family adventure. Um, we're going to be running at our own paces, but uh, we'll have a lot of time together to relax uh, later on in the day after each
0: stage. Yeah, what what a cool way to spend some some quality family time together on on a race like that. And then Daniel, as far as the, the competition goes, I mean, you you strike me as a guy who doesn't come just to make up the numbers. You you want to come to win this thing. Who who, who do you reckon is your your biggest competition this this coming week?
1: Yep, uh, I'd like to have a good race, Um and I had a look at some of the participants, Um there's a couple of guys who came second and third, uh, last year, Alvain Maas and Kian uh, Urvia, and there's a guy coming from Turkey who came second in the Gobi March, uh, Four Deserts race earlier this year, and I think that they'll be the main competition. But uh, in these multi-stage races, you never know who will pitch up, so I'm sure there'll also be a few surprises and underdogs who are, who are going to be running
2: hard too.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's an amazing race, and it's so cool that it's, it's here in SA. I mean, it's been a, a long way for you to come, but for for the South Africans, it's great to have a a multi-stage desert race on, on the own doorstep. As far as the travel in that goes, tell us sort of when you got here. I mean, will, will, the, will the travel affect you at all, or should you be fine?
1: Uh, I sure hope to be fine. Um, I came in last week on Tuesday, so uh, it was quite a long series of flights from Santiago through Sao Paulo and then to Johannesburg, but I've given myself about 10 days just to rest and relax, uh, get used to the change in time zones. And um Jobo is a little bit higher than Santiago, so I get a little bit of an altitude change too. But uh, I think with 10 days, I should be ready and uh, I'm certainly feeling good and, and adapted to the time change now.
0: I find it interesting that you that you you spent the time in Joburg w- with the altitude. Would that make much of a difference? I mean, I'm just asking because I don't actually know. But like, say say for instance, you flew into Cape Town and spent some time in Cape Town, and then from there went up to Uppington. Would would it would it benefit you more being in Joburg at altitude or, or at sea level?
1: Uh, I think it would benefit me more being at altitude. Um, certainly, that's what I've done in my past races, uh, definitely in the Atacama, which is at 2,500 meters of altitude. I went up there 18 days before the race so that I would have enough time to adapt to that big change, um, and it, it worked. So I've just tried to repeat the same protocol and be at a slightly higher altitude than sea level um, and see if it works again. I, I think it will.
0: Okay. And then Daniel, you mentioned those those three big training blocks that you had that you were like simulating race conditions. Can you talk us through that last one? What what sort of stuff were you doing?
1: Yeah. So what I do is. Um, I did six days of running, uh, six days in a row, uh, which is similar to the race. And I tried to simulate my race strategy. So I have certain days that I would like to run um, at a harder pace and some days where I would like to take it a little bit easier to recover. And so I tried to do that exact same strategy and pattern in those six days. I also trained with my backpack at race weight, uh, taking out a little bit of weight each day to simulate the food that I'm going to eat. And I practice with my race nutrition, taking in the same gels, eating the same uh, breakfast pre-stage and freeze-dried meals in the evening so that I would see that I have enough calories I'm taking with and so that my body gets used to being in a slight calorie deficit over the period of the race. Uh, I also went to the desert in Chile um, so that I would be able to run in the sand, um, test out my gaiters, be in the sun a little bit, and just as far as possible, do a reflection of the race. A little bit shorter in the total distance, but uh, simulating some of the conditions.
0: These freeze-dried meals sound absolutely delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's certainly not a gourmet week. <laughs> uh, with 14,000 calories over seven days and, and 250Ks of running, I can assure you that I'm going to be very hungry at the end. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a braai, which I've heard is one of the highlights of the Orgrabi's race experience, the prize-giving and braai at the end. So that should be fun.
0: Cool. And uh, Daniel, these races, I mean, you talk about those freeze-dried meals and and carrying your race pack. You you pretty much, they're self-supported, aren't they?
1: Yes. um, I would say 100% self-supported. All we receive from the race organization is uh, water during the day. So we get um, uh, one and a half liters at each checkpoint. And then we get five liters at the end of the stage that have to last us through the night and until the first checkpoint the following day. So we get water from the organization, and they put up tents for us to sleep in, but everything else we have to carry. So in my backpack, I have a sleeping bag, sleeping mat, a change of clothing overnight, a few emergency supplies, a mirror, um, a whistle, things like that in case we get lost. And then my food for seven days, which is um, just a little bit over 14,000 calories. And it weighs about 3.6 kgs. That's the, the majority of the weight
0: in the pack is the food. And, and the entire weight of the pack, I mean, what 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 is it weighing in it?
1: My pack comes in at close to 6 kgs before I put water in the water bottles. Um, That's quite low, (laughs) quite a racing weight. I think most competitors will be in the 8 to 10 kg range.
0: That's amazing. Uh, I have to laugh. Uh, I hear you talking about packing that sort of stuff. And and Dave Bales, who is uh, involved in the the Cape Argus Pick and Pay Cycle Tour, who ran uh, the Racing of the Planet uh, Iceland uh, just a short while ago, Uh, he was talking about packing his 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 sort of race pack before for the time, and he was just so overweight. And and Ryan Sands, he was. Dave was saying he actually cut the handle off his toothbrush. And Ryan Sands was saying to him, "Ah, oh, leave the toothbrush. you after day four, your teeth brush themselves."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I also don't have a toothbrush, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I've tried to take out everything that's not on the mandatory gear list uh, because every little bit adds up. Uh, we cut off the tags on the bag. Uh, cut off the tags in my clothing trim the the sharp corners off the food bags and every little piece of weight that can be saved is something that I try and look at. And It's part of the preparation. If you want to be ready for a tough race like this, uh, equipment is a key part of it because it is self-sufficient.
0: Yeah, gee, it, it, sounds, it sounds amazing. And your brother and dad, I mean, you, you've obviously, you're a very decent runner. Their sort of ability?
1: Um, my dad has run uh, Comrades and has a green number, so he certainly has some ultra experience and uh, I expect him to to tap into some of that experience during this race. Uh, My brother will be doing his first ultra, so it's going to be a surprise for everyone to see how he does.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. You better hope he doesn't beat you, eh?
1: (laughs) Well, I guess if he beats me and I come second, at least we'll be keeping (laughs) him family, eh? (laughs)
0: Exactly. Gee, I'll tell you what, that would be an amazing performance, wouldn't it?
1: It sure would, and and a big surprise, I think, for both me and my brother.
0: (laughs) And everyone else in the field, too, I'm sure. Daniel, I want, to, I want to wish you all the best. You're heading to Uppington today. Uh, you got a, a pretty much a day up there just to sort of suss things out, and, and then you're ready to rock and roll on Saturday. All the best, uh, and yeah, uh, we, we'd love to sort of just touch base afterwards and see how it went.
1: Fantastic. Thanks so much, Brad. I really appreciate that, and look forward to chatting to you after the rest.
0: I love how social media can alert you to to things that are happening in in the trail running world. And I got uh, mentioned in a tweet uh, in the last few days, and I thought, oh, let me go and check what it's all about. And I absolutely love the idea. It's awesome to have Jacques Van Willeck on the show today. Jacques, thanks for for chatting to us here on Trail Talk SA.
2: Yes, it's great to be here.
0: Jacques, you're involved in in a project called The Nine Peaks, uh, and you're planning on basically running up the nine highest peaks in each one of the provinces in South Africa over the next couple of weeks. Tell us a little bit about how it came about.
2: Well, at the moment, it was it was all about being in the outdoors. I mean, for me, it's all about getting out there, exploring the mountain, get, touch the highest peaks. And I mean, I just did some research online and I saw some posts about people that done had done it before. And I was curious and and just to see is it possible to to route and map out new routes and just see what time we can, you know, get to run up these mountains. So that's all about, you know, exploring and, and just getting out there and be adventurous.
0: Jacques, I really dig that you you're doing all nine provinces. So often, people, trail runners in particular, think, "Oh, trail running. You, you, it's Cape Town, Western Cape. That's that's where the big trails are." Yes, there's Otter. Then there's a couple of cool ones in in KwaZulu Natal. gauteng has got absolutely nothing, and they forget about the other provinces. But you're going to every single province. Tell us about the nine the nine peaks that you're going to be be running up. Well, at, at
2: first, you know, I just want to say and mention, you know, we've got and adventure at our back door, you know, it's right here in South Africa. Why go out of this country and explore anything else? I think it's crucial for us to understand that if you're South African, that it's here, yeah, it's you can take them off, you know? And just to be part of it is amazing. Um so you've got Mafadi at the highest mountain, the highest point. So just go about doing them is if that answers your question? Is just to get out there and, and, and kick them off.
0: Cool. The the order that you're going to be doing things. You we, we you're actually from Kales uh, River in the Western Cape, but as we're speaking to you right now, you are in Polokwane. Uh, tell us about the first one you're going to be running up in Limpopo Province.
2: Okay, let's explain you the, the itinerary. Sort of like in like in in, in short. Um, at the moment, we're in Polokwane. We're going on, we're on our way going towards Harnetsburg, where the first peak's at. Um, that's called the Iron Crowd. And then from there, we will, the schedule is going or moving down to Mapumalanga, Berg. And then from there, we will back up and go to Northwest, which is Noitgedach West, the highest point right there. And then going towards Gauteng, which is Turenkop. Um, that's not that high, but at least it's the highest point in Gauteng. And then going towards like, the real expedition, which starts in, in the free state called Namahadi. And then from there, you, you all track down to Natal, which is KwaZulu Natal, which is Mafadi. And then going to the Eastern Cape, which is, uh, which is Merch, I'm uh, um, sorry, Kwaduma, And then going to the Northern Cape, which is Merch Point. And then the highest summit in the Western Cape where we stay is the Severvix Puert Summit. So we're looking forward to the last one, really. <laughs>
0: Jacques, I, I think it's so cool. You you mentioned that there's adventure on your doorstep here in South Africa and people forget that. And I just hear you talking about the different provinces. And I think there's a lot of people in this country and, and probably some that are listening to this this interview right now who have yet to been to uh, be yet to go to every single province in, in South Africa.
2: Exactly. I mean at the at the moment that that is what we do. We we're trying to get a costing for, for this expedition. We're gonna get the pricing together. Um, we're going to make this expedition available to the public, um, hopefully in, in April, if, if we get permission and everything. So, looking forward to a race that will happen next year in, in October month, um, where we will invite pro athletes and teams, which which going to be form part of four members per team, and they will be able to race up these mountains with with jerseys involved. We will pull up a, a green jersey like the Tour de France. Um, there will be a red jersey, a blue jersey for hotspots um, But like you said, uh, it's the public It's all about the, the, the people And we want them to be part of this and, and the costing will be available to the public We will release that on a date So we, we will schedule that And then you know, people will know They can go up that mountain And then they can tick one off They don't have to do all nine at once And, and that's what
0: it's all about I I love the idea. I think it is awesome. And then you talking about sort of uh, documenting uh, the, the routes and, and possibly finding new trails on these runs. How are you going about doing that?
2: Well, at the moment, you know, there's there's a lot of people exploring these mountains, especially the hikers. And, I mean, we are trail runners. I also do some sort of adventures or on my own time. You know, I go and spend time in the mountains alone. And that's where I find myself sometimes, you know, alone in the mountain. But, you know, tracking new routes is, is obviously the challenge. You just need to see, you know, what is possible and what is not. Do you need ropes or not? Do you need mountaineering skills? Um, obviously we want people, specifically the trail runners to get involved in, in exploring these routes. And hopefully at the moment we've got routes that, that's probably existing routes already. But like I said, I want to go out there, spend some time in the and see if there's new routes that we can, you know, create for ourselves. And then maybe get the the, the community involved in it at, at the bottom of the summit. You know, every community in the area, we can sort of open up job opportunities for those people, get a charity involved, you know, and maybe we can support these charities through, you know, employing some of these people. Um, seeing that we've got so many um, you know, we don't have job opportunities and it's definitely you know, we can create some and that's the challenge for me at, at this stage. It's not just all about the, the mountains. For me, I love the outdoors, but in the same breath, you know, I, I just want to create job opportunities where possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is there is a, a massive problem when it comes to that here in South Africa. And if there's a way to combine your passion, trail running and, and doing something like that, it would, would be great. Uh, you're going to be documenting this thing. You've got a photographer with you. Uh, I know you're quite active on social media and online and that mm-hmm. as well. Jacques, if people want to follow your journey over the next couple of weeks and perhaps they want to find out more about the, the Nine Peaks, how can they find you online?
2: At, at the moment, we've, we're involved in social media. You can hashtag nine peaks. Um, there's not a lot going on, seeing that we haven't really done anything yet. But tomorrow morning at seven thirty, you know, we'll be on Facebook. Um, we've got a couple of bloggers that will blog about it. Uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash nine peaks. Uh, please like our page. We need the likes. Um, and then obviously we have a nine peaks YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash nine peaks. Um, we have Instagram, uh, that one's called Nine Summits, and Twitter, which is I already mentioned Ash Nine Peaks, and then the website obviously www.ninepeaks.co.za. dot za. Okay, is it is it the number
0: is it the number nine or is it the word nine?
2: It's it's the number nine, and then if anybody wants to get in contact with us, they can reach us on uh, the expedition at ninepeaks.email.co.za. So it's expedition at ninepeaks.co.za. Or if you want to join us at any one of these peaks, feel free. You can, you can get us at the summit. You, you can see the itinerary dates on the website. Feel, I mean, feel free if you're in the area and you want to say hi, pop in. Um,
0: we can accommodate you it sounds, it sounds awesome what I'll do as well is I'll pop all of those links for all your social media pages your, your YouTube page and that as well I'll pop them onto the show notes for this episode as well so people can link straight through if they want to find out more and, and possibly get involved because I mean we, we all love trail running we all love South Africa uh, and there are so many great trails in this country and if we can do something to, to sort of uh, improve the sport and, and I think what you guys are doing is pretty awesome uh, I'm sure you'd welcome that
2: Yes, I just want to mention something. I'm going to miss the, the Sky Marathon. I'm going to miss the Sky Marathon, which is, um, part of the Galit's, um, race. So people must, you know, just sign up there and, and do that thing. I mean, and do it for me. I would have enjoyed it to go up there with Linda Dok and all the folks, but anyway.
0: It's Enjoy what, it. one of those things. Jacques Mabilik, thank you so much for chatting to us today. All the best on this adventure. It sounds so cool. I wish I could get time off work and, uh, and come and join you guys, but someone's got to keep the economy going while you guys are running.
2: Hopefully I can invite
0: you next year. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, it sounds brilliant, Jacques. Great chatting. Awesome, mate. Take care. Have a safe one. Bye. And that pretty much wraps things up for another week of Trail Talk SA. If you are running uh the kalahari Khrabi's extreme marathon uh this coming week best of luck our thoughts are with you enjoy it and yeah just uber jealous and uh Yeah, having proper FOMO that I'm not there, man. I definitely need to get out there and run that race. So thanks to both of our guests today, uh, Daniel and Jacques. Really appreciate it. uh, And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, uh, we love your feedback. If you have any suggestions or perhaps you know of someone who should be interviewed on the show, uh, you can pop us an email, podcast at trailtalksa.co.za. You can also pop us a tweet at trailtalksa. And if I could ask you, if you wouldn't mind, Uh, To be so kind, if you listen to this podcast through the Apple iTunes platform, if you would just take a few seconds to leave us a star rating... Let us know what you think of the show, and if you would be even extra kind to leave us a review, uh, it would be much appreciated. What that does is it just helps other people find this podcast, and it helps uh, improve our rankings in iTunes. And obviously, the more reviews and the more ratings we get, uh, the better it is for us to be discovered by other trail runners here in South Africa. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, I would really, really appreciate it. From myself, Brad Brown, until next week, have yourself a great week's trail running and we'll chat soon. Cheers.